Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. I'm Frank. And I'm Meredith. Um, welcome to episode five of our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the seminal 2006 series, The Hills, on MTV. This week we'll be discussing episode five, which is Jason's birthday. It's a really important episode. Very important episode. I loved it. Now, before we get into the episode, I believe, Mayor, that you had some... Like, corrections and a couple things that we've talked about previously that you wanted to clarify. I do. So a few things that I've mentioned in the podcast so far. Um, I would say one is that I remember Jordan Eubanks as a grandson, nephew, son? But I think grandson would be the most accurate. Um, of Bob Eubanks, host of the Newlywed Game. And I cannot find a record of that anywhere. So don't cite me on that one. I feel like I remember reading that in some teeny publication, <laughs> but I can't find any record of it. So don't quote me on that one. And listeners, I'm a little shocked by this because I was blown away by this tip of I mean, information. And it if it's makes... not true, I will be taking Mayor B out back and caning her <laughs> later. A la Singapore. It does make good sense. It does. Well, I mean, Eubanks is a very uncommon name, so it does make sense. Yeah, and the fact that he's sort of like this entitled young shit who maybe grew up with like his famous grandpa, like it kind of makes sense. I just I don't... think it's weird though, because on Wikipedia when they list like son, grandson, whatever, I know. Well, so I've noticed Bob Eubanks, it only lists son and daughter. It actually doesn't, trust me, I've looked. Okay. I've really tried to confirm and I haven't been able to. Well, I mean, it's not like he's Brad Pitt. Yeah, and then um, the other correction I wanted to make that. I'm not sure how important it is to all of you listeners out there, but I said that Whitney went to UCLA when really she went to USC. They're, you know. Well, that, that is. I realize they are two different schools, but they are very close geographically. Because you know. USC is the University of Spoiled Children. So I <laughs> exactly. feel like that, that yeah. is important. Yeah. So those are two things. Just to clarify, don't, don't take quite everything I say as gospel, but I, I do try and prove my internet sleuthing when possible. So there you have it. So let's dive right in, shall let's we? Let's do it. Jason's birthday, which I've also done some sleuthing about. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> um, so we start with Lauren and Heidi going to shop for golf clubs. Yeah. For um, Jason for his birthday. Yeah. And, and Lauren Lauren kind of cracks me up in this scene, actually. She was pretty She's funny. a lot more fun now that she's getting some. I like that part of the golf clubs <laughs> is pretty. And I like that she said, she says, what brand should I buy? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. She goes, how about Callaway? It just sounds so golf. Well, did you hear what um, Heidi offered up? Nike, which I didn't even know Nike made golf clubs. Like she's an idiot. I'm guessing that's like a Tiger Woods I mean, I'm sure they make golf clubs. They sponsor Tiger Woods. So they probably. I I think Nike off the top. She's like, I know Nike, yeah. They have Reebok golf clubs. (laughs) But I still just like that Lauren's like, Callaway, it just sounds so golf. And then Heidi goes, yeah, I mean, Callaway's like all over the store. (laughs) Yeah. I would have thought Titleist, but that's just me. I mean, I know nothing about golf or golf clubs, but I would say Lauren was more correct than Heidi, which surprises no one. Totally. Yes. Yep. Um, so I actually noticed Lauren is wearing a scarf in her hair in this scene. It's like this black and white and pink printed scarf that Mm -hmm. she sort of wears as a headband. I think we see it several times from here on out. Um, it's sort of, she's in her headband phase, but she swaps it out for a scarf once and again. And I like the scarf. I do too. And, but I feel like that and the black, um, like snakeskin headband both goes against what Heidi said in her interview about how they had to wear something different. I mean, she's 
wearing that headband a lot. Do accessories count? If I was in charge of MTV, accessories would count. Yeah, well, and I did notice that Lauren's wearing the same outfit at the Teen Vogue shoot that we're about to get to as she was as shopping. It's just like a black sweater, her crop jeans. Shopping for the golf clubs? Yeah. Well, it was probably the same day. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although, the shoot was at noon... I find it hard to believe that Heidi was up early enough to go shopping for a new fashion shoot. Um, Kudos to you, Heidi. Yeah. Kudos to you. The other thing, Heidi is actually stepping up her style game. And I noticed something about her hair in this golf club scene. Her hair looks to just be like straightened and more relaxed. Mm -hmm. Like it looks a little less frizzy. Like maybe, I don't, is that keratin? Is that a straightener? They didn't have keratin then. Really? Okay. They didn't, Brazilian blow, that wasn't a thing in 2006. Okay. Japanese it, hair straightening, but she it's not straight enough for her to be Japanese hair straightened. Okay. But something, she looks like she got like a conditioning treatment and like a good straightener or something. She probably fucking dried her hair. Like they, Maybe. I mean, mostly, her hair usually looks like it was air dried or that it was blow dried without a brush. Yeah. And so I think that she, she put probably some effort had it into blown it today. out. Yeah, I agree. But it looked good. And she actually was not carrying her token Louis Vuitton bowler. No. She was carrying a black purse. Yeah. I could not make out the brand. I tried, but I couldn't make it out. Now, I'm a little surprised because um, I it, a lot of this episode was Jason hanging out with everybody. When did Jason and Jordan become besties? It seems like they would have met like a week ago, and now they're thick as thieves. It's very strange. Right. So this is just further evidence that Jason and Lauren probably broke up in like late July or early August, and then by September they are fully back together. Yeah. And he and Jordan have probably known each other for quite some time now. So the digging that I did about Jay Wall's birthday that actually didn't surprise me, just like the rest of the show's continuity and editing doesn't surprise me, but it really bothered me, is that Jason's birthday is in January. Which means they have been together and hanging out for four months. Which exactly. would explain why they're why buddies. Why they're buddies, because they've been hanging out right. for four months. So at this point in the season, we have Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, all these things to go. Halloween. So basically, this is... This is probably the most out of order the show gets. Yeah. So Jason's birthday is after all of that stuff. No kidding him and Jordan are friends yeah. at this point. They're dating two wackos. Well, and it also explains why one of the themes of this episode is, um, not to jump ahead, but that Lauren has to kind of bail on part of Jason's birthday. Now, that shouldn't be that big of a deal if you've been dating again for a week. But right. maybe I could say a 19-year-old would think that was a big deal if you've been dating for four months. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Like, Lauren puts all this pressure on herself to throw Jason, like, the best birthday ever, and she ends up having to work this shoot at Teen Vogue, and she is just, she's really upset about it. Like, they even acknowledge the fact that Jason's birthday is a Wednesday. Well, but you have to remember when you're 19, you celebrate, I mean, now as Any day of the week weekend, is allowed. We yeah, celebrate yeah. Our, but then it was like, oh, it has to be on my birthday. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, when you're a college student who also has an internship, like, you know, you're, you've got to be used to a little give at this point. Like, oh, we'll do casual drinks tonight, and then we'll do your blowout on Friday. And there's no, there's no happy medium here. No. Well, and we segue again to the closet. Yep. And Whitney, and further, I love, Further proves her Drew Barrymore-ness. Yeah, and I boys. love her that she says that she's a jeans addict. No, she says jeans are addicting. Jeans are, well, so that makes her a jeans addict, because they're addicting. No, but the way she says addicting. Yes. With her little lispy. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe she can go to Jason's rehab and get over her jeans addiction. Yep. Like, hopefully he's helping Or maybe that. he lets all of his patients go with a free pair of Rockin' Republic rhinestone jeans. Oh my god, one can hope. 
One can hope. Further proof that you should sign up. Oh, yes. I will get back to all of you when I return from Jason's <laughs> rehab facility and let you know what kind of jeans. I'm assuming Rock and Skinny, Republic Skinny, sober, jeans. and wearing Rock and Republic. Rock and Republic jeans, an Affliction t-shirt, and a Von Dutch hat, and maybe some Ed Hardy slip-on shoes. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping to come back with. I'll pick you up at the airport. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she says jeans are addicting. Hard, hard G. And Lisa Love, editor-in-chief, makes her first appearance in the closet. She's actually left the office, walked down the hall, and has made her first appearance in the closet. And I have a lot to say about this. So Lisa Love, um, fembot of Vogue extraordinaire, (laughs) comes down and basically says that they're doing this big photo shoot and that Whitney's not available for it and that Lauren's going to have to work the photo shoot. Now, on the one hand, I get you're 19, your boyfriend's a big deal, but on the other hand, like... You want to be a big deal in fashion. This is fucking Vogue. Like, it's not... I mean, it's teen Vogue, yes. But it is Vogue. But and considering you are a teen... To go work deal. on a photo shoot for Vogue... Like, your first photo shoot for Vogue? Like, that's a big deal. And I would be so excited. And she is just like, Oh my God, I have to take my boyfriend for... And, and, and who thinks it's feasible, like we said on a Wednesday, that you can carve out... I mean... She's in school. She's, I mean, yeah. it's not reasonable to expect some, I, I don't know. I was, I was actually kind of annoyed with LC because yeah. it, this is a big, important event in her career. Like, and she should have been really excited about it and said she was stressed right. because she didn't want to do it. Well, and why isn't she excited? I mean, like if you are in a fashion school and you have the opportunity to participate in a fashion shoot, isn't that exciting? I it's mean, you would think exciting. so. And yeah. Now here is the thing. And this is why I almost feel, and this is going to be a controversial statement, (laughs) that um, I almost feel that, like, well, it's not that controversial, that Whitney is more of the feminist icon on this show. Because Lauren is willing to sacrifice her career and what she wants to do in life for her dumb boyfriend. Whitney would would do the shoot if she she, was between boyfriend and shoot. Whitney would do the shoot. I'm making this horrified face because my response is, duh. Yeah. I mean... This is why Whitney Port is actually like the long-term hero of the Hills. 100%. Yeah. Yes. She is. She actually... One side note about Whitney in the scene that I wrote down because I was confused is that Whitney can't participate in the shoot because she has a class at noon. Yeah. But she doesn't say, like, I can be there after my class at noon. But whatever. At least Whitney has an excuse and she actually is in school. Well, and to be fair, it seems like what Lauren was doing was a one person job. So it's not like I think Whitney needed to show up at two after her class. And, you know, Lauren Lauren can put up vans and mules. Yeah, I think so. Which is what she did, by the way. Yeah, she organizes organizes the shoes. Into flats. What was it? Flats, mules, heels, I believe. Flats, sneakers. Yeah. Meals? And apparently it was a van sponsored photo shoot because the shoes were all, I mean, the tennis shoes were all vans. I don't know about the other shoes. Oh, the I other ones looked like that. candies. They looked like those <laughs> candies. Remember when candies made a resurgence and Jenny McCarthy was the spokesperson? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, like the, the wooden mules with like the little big metal buttons around the heel. They, that's, she pulled a black pair of those oh. out. So I think it was the candies. Wow. Good shoot. for you. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. Candies and vans. Wow. Good for you. But I, I mean, I agree. Lauren is being a total diva. And I, part of that I don't understand is that I didn't have a boyfriend at age 19. I don't know what that means. I don't know how encompassing that is. Like my first boyfriend, I met at 22 and he's now my husband. So like, I have no frame of reference for this. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm, I'm out on this one, but Lauren is very entitled and sort of affronted that she's basically been given an amazing opportunity. 
Now, as much as I'm rallying against Lauren, I will say that when I was 19, I literally crawled a, up a tree, climbed a tree, to see <laughs> in the person that I was casually dating at the time's window. Because I, they hadn't called me in a day or two. And I wanted to see what they were up to. Oh, a tree. Honey. Oh, yeah. honey. So I probably would have blown off work too. But like still, as an adult, like Lauren needs to go. I was probably just at home like clutching my phone waiting for it to ring. But yeah. I'm we were, we're sort of in a similar boat, but just varying yeah. degrees. I, I'm proactive. <laughs> I'll, I'll climb a tree. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so we cut to basically, I mean, Lauren and Jason are really the big plot of the episode. And they will be from here on out, which I'm totally on board with totally yeah it, it makes the episodes worth watching but we cut briefly to audrina on a date with this model oh no but first she's in the hot tub oh yeah she's in the oh, hot sorry. Tub you're right you're right um, she's talking about the date before she's on the date and again there's no one else around they're the only people in the hot tub of this huge apartment complex you're right and my favorite part of this was heidi says oh no i'm sorry audrina says he's like a good one He's a model. He's got a good body. <laughs> well, because that perfectly sums up his personality is the fact that he's a model <laughs> with a good body. And I, then Heidi brings up Brian and yep. says, what's going on with Brian? Which makes sense because, you know, Brian's Jordan's best friend. And, and roommate. Up. And you would think that Heidi would be like really pushing that because it's my, you know, boyfriend's oh, yeah. best friend. We oh, should yeah. all be a foursome, whatever. She's pushing those double dates for sure. Now, because we know Jason's birthday is four months after September, it's been a long time in between Audrina and Brian's date. I mean, for all we know, though, Heidi and Audrina are in the hot tub the day after she hooked up with Brian. True. Who knows? But um, I wrote down Everything is Brian, now. one and done. <laughs> because basically, without coming forth and saying, she's like, I banged him. And that was kind of it. Well, she doesn't say that, though. So Heidi says, so you hooked up with Brian? And Audrina goes, I mean, we never, I guess... How do you want to say, took it to the next level? <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh, no, that's exactly oh, what I she said. I missed that. Well, she's a liar. Well, I tend to believe her. I'm guessing Brian didn't have the guts. You don't think? Oh, I don't. No, I definitely think he didn't have the guts. We've basically already outed him on this show for his leather choker and his eye argyle and all these other things. So he finally gets Audrina in her apartment alone. I bet he choked. I would be willing to bet there was a little boob action and some fingering. Okay. She said, take it to the next level. I'm thinking they, Heidi's implying that she thinks they banged. Okay. And Audrina's like, oh God, no, we didn't even take it to the next level. Meaning I bet all the clothing stayed on. Oh, I don't. Well, maybe clothing on, but like hands down the pants. Right. But clothing didn't come off. Because I think Audrina likes a good finger, finger bang. I'm just Oh, saying. she totally does. Yeah. She's got, she's got that kind of look about her. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Little shocker action. <laughs> well, that's a little bit much for a first date, but maybe not. <laughs> um, well, I also liked that Audrina is, she's kind of like patting herself on the back about her date to come. And she goes, we'll see how long this guy lasts. Bam. She likes to play the field. Yeah. No one can keep up yeah, with Audrina. Yeah. Y'all can just fall Can in you line. imagine how fun this show would have been if Tinder was around? when they, Like, Adrena would have been the fucking queen of Tinder. Just swiping her ass off. Like, it would have been amazing. I mean, so I've never even seen Tinder up close. <gasps> what? I'm married. Um, we're going to play, listeners, yeah. after we finish recording, yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling up my Tinder and Mary B and I are going to let her play with my Tinder. 
I, I know what it is. I have friends who are on it, but I'm just, I'm apologizing to all you listeners. listeners. I don't, why would I be on it? I have... Well, I just thought like your sister, like a friend. No. Like if it's a friend who had no. it out. Oh my God, it's like a video game for I have several friends fun. who are on it, but like none who tell me about it in great detail. You've never swiped? No. Oh, I'll give you mine. You can swipe some for me. Oh my it's God. Fun. Okay. It's fun. Okay, great. Perfect. But it would be awesome for Adrina. Like she would just be like dating up a storm. Well, and I imagine she would get like so many messages herself. Well, she actually would probably be, there's this new Tinder for like super sexy famous people and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but she'd probably be on that one. Why aren't you on it? Um, you have to be approved and they base <gasps> your approval rating on your like Instagram and Twitter followers. That's what Jillian Barbary talked about on Juicy Scoop. Yeah, she's on it <gasps> and I don't have enough followers. Oh my God. And you I don't guys, even know if they do gay. I don't know if they do gay. All of you listeners out there, you need to start following Frank at, yeah, at Mink on Twitter. He belongs on this dating site, you guys. This is on you. I already, yes. I, I already follow Nana's Mink. Yes, bring, bring it, people. Yes, we need. And to, sidebar, if Frank I get needs a famous millionaire to join the famous people dating link. Imagine um, all the do, intel we'll get. We'll do a little like sub podcast at the end about my dating adventures. You guys, this is a major promise. You need to come through for me on this. I can't do it alone. <laughs> um, so we cut away to Lauren and Jason having a brief conversation about how she now has to work on his birthday and it's heartbreaking. Well, and I wanted to say this about the Jason thing. He walks into her house. So he has keys or the door is oh, unlocked yeah. and managed to make it through the gate, which looks like, I mean, it's a, it's a gated apartment building. So they, so at this point, Jason has his own parking pass. They've been yeah. together for months and he's walking through the front door. Like it's no big deal. It's a done deal. Yeah. Um, so I know we've talked about Jason's hair several times already, but what I had in my notes is Fraggle Rock slash Sonic the Hedgehog. It oh, is, yeah. it is particularly out of control in this scene. It's not even just that, that bed head like up in the front. It's up all over the place. Like he really looks like a cartoon character. Well, that was the true bedhead style that was, it was yeah, literally everywhere. Like it uh, is up everywhere. 360 degrees around his noggin skyscraper. Uh, so then let's go on to Audrina's date. Oh, And yes, it was please. good. Um, so it's, she, it's almost better than Jason's birthday. It, I think it was. Yeah. So she goes out with Danny, yeah. the actor slash model. Or who, in my notes. <laughs> or as Heidi calls Dan the man. Um, and in my notes, I wrote Cato Caitlin for the aughts. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> he was like a handsomer new, like Cato Caitlin 2.0. I have him in my notes as Kendall. Jenner? No, Kendall. Oh, Kendall. I thought you said Kendall. No. I was like, well, I know she's supposed to be a lesbian, but come on. <laughs> no, Kendall. Kendall's stunning. <laughs> yes, he does look like a Kendall. Like, he just has, like, spiky blonde hair, and he clearly just kind of has, like, a very cut body. No, it body. wasn't spiky. It was floppy. Like, Kato. It was a little long. But, like, spiky out the front, like... I... Surfery. Yeah, it was very surfery. Yeah. Um, and he also was a huge douchebag. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the biggest we've seen on the show so far. Yeah. Like his shirt yeah. should have said Massengill. Like it was pretty <laughs> bad. Um, he They're was... even walking to the car out of the apartment. And he said something about what did Audrina do that day? And she said like, oh, I was at work. And he goes, my apologies. You work. I'm showing Mary I wrote the exact same thing down. You were question mark. Yeah. Um, insane. Yep. And then he tells her he goes to the beach. She said, would... like, what did you do today? Did Oh, she's no, no, no. She says, what beach? 
did you go to today? And he's like, did I say I went to the beach? I must have lied. Yeah, because I live at the beach. I must have lied. <laughs> I was very like, whatevs about it. And poor Audrina. She just looks like she's gotten into it so deep with such a dickhead and doesn't... She almost looks like she wants to open the car door and jump out, but she can't. And um, listeners, I am going to look up this episode on IMDb and see if I can find his name so we can find out by next episode if his acting modeling career ever went anywhere. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a little digging. Cause... Well, so I'm guessing they met at Quixote Studios because he was there on a job. Probably, yeah. So you're going to look up Dan the model? Well, it, but no, but in IMDb, <laughs> it should say his name. It's his first and last on IMDb. He's probably listed as a guest star, you're right. Yeah, so okay. I'll, well, I'll Google his name. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that no, he's nobody. <laughs> um, but on the off chance, who knows? Maybe he's on like some CW he show. He almost looks like he was in a boy band. Yeah. He kind yeah. of looks like Ashley from O-Town. A little bit. Who, side note. Okay. Met him in Vegas. <gasps> Ashley yeah. from O-Town? All of them. In the VIP section? Um, where yes, you always are? at Studio 54 <gasps> in the MGM Grand. And they were ridiculous and stupid. Um, they actually couldn't get into the VIP. And they kept saying that, like, we're from O-Town. And this was, like, right after the whole O-Town thing. And they were getting very incredulous with the door person because he would not let them You in. were in VIP and O-Town wasn't? Exists. I'm so proud of you. I also was in VIP. That is the way the world was meant to be, Frank. I was also in VIP in Mandalay Bay at the uh, library bar on the top floor. And um, the Gotti boys were there. <laughs> And we had the last table and they asked us if we would move for them or share it with them. And I said, no. (laughs) And they just stood there and shot me like dagger eyes the whole time. The VIP hostess was um, Christine, the Asian girl from Weirwood Paris. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Good for you, Frank. I had a very nice boyfriend at the time who was a DJ in Vegas and he hooked it up. So like, but it's, yes. Frank, I have so many things to be proud of you for in this episode. (laughs) This is so exciting for me. I don't have any cool stories. This is fantastic. So, Audrina and her douchebag date finally get to the restaurant, which is El Coyote, and we'll see this restaurant a lot. And I have a I feel Bravo. like it, it almost turns into Spencer's favorite restaurant, but his favorite restaurant is Don Julio's. So, stay tuned for season two. We'll figure that out. And I have a side note that we should I probably should also research before I say this, but I believe that on um, Bravo, on, what's Jeff Lewis's show? The Makeover Show. Flipping Out. Flipping Out. Um, that he redoes it. El oh. There's the one where he does the stucco mix. I think it was El Coyote and they, re- they redo it. I like that we say everything like Quixote. Studios. I know. <laughs> it's El Coyote. El Coyote. <laughs> but um, I believe that they redo it on like season two of Flipping Out. But like that's a side note and I'll have to research it. Let's just start saying everything like that. It's El Coyote. El Coyote. <laughs> it makes now, it sound Japanese, not Mexican. But... Now I have a question for you because I was a little lost with the boob conversation. Did he ask her if she had fake boobs and that's how that happened? No, I think this was two young people with like headshots and acting aspirations talking about their friends. And he mentions that his friend just got implants and now every time she goes out and drinks, she can't help but show people her new boobs. But like, how did that start? Like, he did he compliment her asked, boobs? He must have asked Audrina if she had boobs. Because that's think, a normal question for a first date, dick face. Like, well, I think the whole world has been asking Audrina Patridge if she has fake boobs since her first day on MTV. All right, fair enough. And she has always said she doesn't. I don't think she does. Okay. I don't. I don't think they're not that big. They're pretty big. She's like a C. 
they're pretty big. All right. Well, I don't think they're fake. She, so here is, I don't, I don't know whether they're real or fake. And most of the times, you know, when it comes to celebrities and Hollywood figures, I would say they're fake because even people who are rail, rail thin, their breasts will go down. It's just a fact. Of course. But there is a rise in like the small implant now too. So it's really hard to tell, but Audrina, she has a very similar chest cavity to Tori Spelling. She has this massive, like, it looks like you could fit a wine bottle in there, chest cavity. So that's, I get why people ask her if they are real, more power to her. If they're not, I don't really care, but I can, I totally understand why people ask her. Um, cause I am kind of a boob aficionado. I spend a lot of my time in strip clubs. Um, I like boobs because they you look like You spend a lot of your time at the gay strip clubs, we No, I, I, back in the day, I was king of Empire and JPs and good guys. I'm telling you, I know everybody there. Okay. Um, because all my, I have all these clients that get hair extensions, strippers, that's who gets them. Um, oh. and I like boobs because if you push them together, they look like a butt. Oh. Yeah. So see the appeal? <laughs> um, so, but I'm- It's all coming together I'm, now. So I'm pretty decent about, like, I need to, I'm going to have to, I haven't paid a ton of attention. So next time she's in a bathing suit, I'll really pay attention. Determine a code for- Audrina basically giving information about how her date is going. So Heidi says, you know, if it's going really well, tell me that the food is great. And Audrina says, okay. And she says, so how's the food? And Audrina says, it's a little greasy. Yeah. Which is awesome. (laughs) It's, it's so true. That guy is a little greasy. greasy. He's a lot greasy. And in my notes, I wrote um, that Audrina was wearing dream catcher earrings that did not work. Because oh, I had a knockoff of those earrings, and I still love them. Yeah. I don't know where they went, but, but I miss um, them. Her dreams did not come true, because this guy was a dud. So, they're not dream catcher, though, because they're not thread. They're, like, metal with, like, some weird shell material, but there's no, like, thread wrapped around them or feathers I mean, they involved. weren't actual. They were just reminiscent of dream catcher. Yeah, there's, they're somewhere in between dream catcher and chandelier. Yeah, I guess I feel like chandelier needs to have more dangly stuff on the bottom. I said somewhere in between that spectrum. <laughs> I'm making excuses for myself because I had, Im- I had earrings that looked very similar. Um, yeah. And so then we end the scene with Audrina and her greasy date where he is like picking up his fork and like digging into his plate. And he says, this salad's like a party. Salad party, baby. <laughs> well, as a huge salad fan myself, I don't disagree with him, but I feel like if that's what I'm talking about on a date, that's just an epic fail on my part, and I'm not going to get a phone call again. And, and he did not seem into her. I mean, he seemed into himself. He checked his answering machine in the middle of their date. Oh, yeah, that's true. I fr- and I like that he said answering machine and not voicemail. Yeah. It's, it's like, I need to check my machine. It's 2006. I feel like we will not be seeing any more of him. Dan the man? Dan the man. Yeah, Dan Absolutely the man is not. done and done. I'm fine with it. Um, so then we segue into Jason's birthday. Oh, no, but actually we go back to the end of the fashion shoot, all the Lauren stuff. Yeah, and we have a brief interlude at a dinner with the entire posse of Lauren, Jason, Jordan, Heidi, Audrina after her date, and um, Brian shows up, and he says her date sounds gay. Which is the pot calling the kettle black. 100%. Well, we kind of skipped a little bit is the end of Lauren's shoot. So she finally gets out. It's 3.30. She's freaking out. She's Jason, Jason, Jason. My boyfriend's dinner. And she really screws the pooch. And this is reminiscent, I think, of much later down the line when Lauren will become known as the girl who didn't, <laughs> who didn't go, to, go Paris. to Paris. 
because she... And our dear friend Phil has already pointed that out to yes. us. And we will get there, Phil, so we, just stay patient. Yes, we will. Um, so, basically, her supervisor of the shoot says, this shoot's done, we're going to the beach to shoot some more. There's no work for you to do, but you should come and just observe. Like, this would be really good for you to observe. So, the woman actually says, and I love this because it's a little bitchy. She says... Well, I thought you'd want to take it in, but not if you don't care. Well, and that was after she asked, but it was, she literally asked yeah. like five times and it was so, it was so thinly veiled and she was basically saying, technically you don't have to do this, but you should do this. And Lauren was yeah. just like, no, it's my boyfriend's birthday. I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't, I don't know what that's like at age 19. If I had a guy who was telling me he loved me and I should skip my internship, I probably would have. And, and same thing. Like, me yeah. too. I probably would have too. Yeah. But I, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. but I just want to strangle We've her. already established that I'm Team Lauren and I feel like even though she's making mistakes, I'm still Team Lauren. I probably would have done that too. Yeah. Well, Heidi... I wouldn't have dropped out of school for a boy, but I probably would blow off my internship for a boy. Well, Heidi just wouldn't have shown up. It's or like, true. said she was going to the bathroom and never come back. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. I, I know. know. Yeah. Okay. So now we can go to, so Lauren bolts out of work. Yep. She gets, um, and it's the first time the show has mentioned anyone getting stuck in traffic. Yes. And she Which, gets, kudos. It's about time. LA it's traffic, LA. Terrible. We know it happens all day, every day. So this is the first time they've actually mentioned it. And Lauren gets stuck in traffic on her way to Jason's oh, birthday. Well, we forgot about the golf. The boys <laughs> golf. Well, I only had a couple things about the golf. Um, we already talked about how Jason so, and Jordan are BFFs, whatever. Hold on. When Lauren's at the Teen Vogue shoot, organizing the shoes and praying she could get out on time, Jason actually is golfing with Brian and Jordan, and he discovers these amazing golf clubs that Lauren bought him in the trunk of his Range Rover. Yes, that I believe that um, Jordan put there for him. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, they're going to play golf, but what I thought... <laughs> Two things. Jordan was wearing the dumbest sunglasses ever. I wrote down killer loops exclamation point. Yeah. So my father had a pair of killer loops. He let me borrow them one day when I went to the pool in 1994. I was so Jordan, say, Jordan is behind the times. I was going to say, because I had glasses like that. And I think mine were even kind of like, like look like an oil slick, like a rainbow yeah. colored dish. Yep. And I was, it was like 1990. Yeah, 91. exactly. They became very popular after the 1992 Barcelona Olympics yeah. because those two, um, decathlon people wore them so my dad got them and in 1994 he let me borrow them for the day i went to the pool and i lost them and even like years later i'm talking like a decade later my dad never let me forget it it was like like the day you lost my killer loops and i was like oh my god get over it you're an old man um so i don't know what he was thinking with that and then there it looks like he's about to play beach volleyball in a competitive event it's disgusting it was a little top gunish I pointed this out to Mayor. Something very weird happened. So they're all talking by the back of the Range Rover. Because they just discovered they the golf clubs. They just got the golf the clubs. Trunk. They're yeah. talking about whatever. And I was, for whatever reason, happened to notice the back of the Range Rover and the taillights of the car. And the taillights of the car were off. Nothing was happening. It makes it seem like it's one continuous conversation they're like, all right, let's go. And they go to walk to go to the golf course. And all of a sudden, the hazard lights turn on in the Range Rover. So your battery's dead. I, I mean, it's very weird because it's parked. So I can't figure out what was going on with that. It means that 
They probably pulled over at a rest stop, turned the hazards on, filmed the scene, and then kept driving. Now, the other problem I have with this was the timeline. Lauren at 3.30 was losing her mind. And she specifically said, oh, it's 3.30. It's 3.00. I'm stuck at work. I'm stuck at work. P.S. You got there at 12, bitch. It's been three and a half hours. Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah, like, that's... Like, what the fuck? You're shy of a half day, baby. And as someone who has had to work on photo shoots in their life, they last like 12 to 15 hours. Like, I don't know they what she was forever. thinking, but it was going to be a couple I know, hours. I know. So Jason calls her to thank her for the golf clubs. Well, then they played 18 holes. That takes forever. It takes, I think it's four hours average. Yeah. So why is she in a rush? Yeah. I don't know. I have several friends who play golf. And more power to you, ladies. I'm sorry. I know. I, don't. I do too. It's terrible. I don't. But to my to some of my favorite people on the planet, those of you who do, weigh in. Let us know what the average 18-hole playtime is. Because I feel like it's, it's a, a while. lot. I feel yeah. like it's four to five hours. So I think that... If even... you're hauling ass, maybe three and a half. So even if they called her at, let's say, one or two, they're not going to be done until five or six at the earliest. And they have to drive back. Yeah. Jason has to get changed for his own party too. He's got to put a lot more wax in his hair. Um, so then we segue into, finally... Yeah, they're on their way to Jason's birthday. And Lauren they did the most use yet another anal, anal bead, bead necklace. necklace. And this one actually looks like anal beads. It is solid black. Yeah. Yep. Um, actually, my big exciting note about Lauren's outfit for this party is this is the first appearance, ladies, pay attention, it's the first appearance of the Balenciaga motorcycle bag. In a mini, in bubblegum pink. So, not only did I have a knockoff Balenciaga motorcycle <laughs> bag, I had one in purple. I bought the same exact knockoff when the purple one failed in gunmetal gray. Nice. I got back-to-back compliments. I had two separate people think the bag was real. That is my favorite thing. When you uh, buy fake things and people think they're real. Well, and I still think that bag is actually like a sexy looking bag. I don't carry it now because it's not 2006 (laughs) anymore, but that bag is a very stylish looking bag. Bring it back. Maybe I will. Single-handedly. If I find another good knockoff, (laughs) I will. But they have the most awkward car ride to Jason's birthday. And I, you know, sometimes like you and your significant other can fall out of sync, but like watching two other people do it feels so painful. And so at first they're sort of sweet and like, Lauren says, you know, if you could have anything for your birthday, what would it be? And he's like, well, I already have you. And she does this thing that we will see in so many episodes that I cannot stand. She does the pouty puppy face where she just like sticks out her bottom lip and she calls him bubs. And I can't, I can't. I really wanted him to say a threesome with you and Heidi. (laughs) Because he is so close with Jordan now. Yeah. Probably. Right. Like it's LA. That's how these things work. Yep. Um, So they call each other bubs, which for those of you who watch Vanderpump Rules, it's very Katie and Tom Schwartz. Don't even get me started on that. Yep. It's pretty gross. Um, So then we get to Blowfish for the actual party. Blowfish sushi. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the really awkward part of the the car ride um, where Jason, Lauren is saying that she's really tired because she worked that day and she doesn't know if she's going to go out like after the dinner. And he's like, okay, well you can just take my car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, no, I thought he said to her, like, so do you just want to go home after dinner? And she was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. And he was and like, he well, said, you can just cool, take my car. Take my, you can take my car. Um, AKA, and, I'm ditching you no matter what happens. And you could see the, like, smoke starting to come out of her ears. She was definitely getting a little, like, about it. 
That would piss me off. Yeah, no, me too. Although, I mean... I I get why he wants to go out. He's turning 19. He's a year younger than her. And... But I get why she's mad too. She planned the party. There's no way Jason planned his own dinner party. So I have a sidebar to all of this that I'm just now thinking about. Okay. Like, they are all in their teens. Buck the fuck up. Like, when I was 19, I went out all... I I mean, I had a full-time job. I went out... Jobs aren't a risk. Hangovers aren't a risk. Got Money is no object. Three, four o'clock in the morning. Yep. Still managed to drag my ass out of bed in time to get to work. Like, or school. Actually, I was in hair school. Still managed to get to hair school. I had to get up at like seven in the morning. Like, you just suck it up and do it. You're a kid. You can do it. Like, it's not a big I deal. I know. So I don't understand why they're all acting like, oh, it's time to work tomorrow. I can't go out. And LA, the last call is early. Yeah. It's not even that late. I know. I know. I've been thinking about that a lot since we recorded our first episode where I was at at 19. And... Basically, anytime anyone asked you to go out and you party, did you did it. Yeah. Unless you had like a final first thing in the morning or some paper due because clearly you hadn't started it yet or whatever, you're 19. Yeah. You can get over it in about hours. Yeah. So I that that I find that aspect, I mean, well, a lot of this show is unbelievable, but that's what I found most unbelievable because most senior 19 year olds do whatever they want. Lauren I mean, is a little square. Which is probably why I'm more Team Lauren and you're more Heidi slash Audrina. She is very L7, you are correct. Yeah, but, you know, with this show, who knows what she was doing the next day. She could have had a cover shoot for some teen magazine the next day and we have no idea. I guess that's true. Yeah. She was a figure at this point. I forget that a lot. But I also... Now, do we think they were... So they're at the dinner... Um, I believe the big reveal at this dinner that I had forgotten about is that Audrina used to be a Hooters girl, which I was pretty jazzed about. Which, the highlight for me of that was that she teaches Brian how to pour a beer properly. Yes. She says, you need to tilt the glass or else it'll get too much foam. Mm. I used to work at Hooters and she owns it properly, which I was very proud of her for. And then Heidi just looks at her and says, hottest Hooters girl ever. ever. And kudos. Yeah. That's a supportive friend. That's the most supportive element of friendship we've seen in these episodes so far. Well, and I would like to expand on that because, um, and this is why, as more as we're going on, I'm I am so much teen Heidi. Yeah. Um, is that Heidi is consistently nice to Lauren. Lauren shows up and she goes, "Lauren, you look so pretty," and then like she's like, "It's true." Lauren is not nice to Heidi back. No. Ever. No. I. I'm gonna support Lauren just a little bit, and this is why. Lauren is a more prominent public figure than Heidi can even imagine at this point, right? Fair enough. So Heidi's been on TV for a total of a few episodes of Laguna Beach as so-and-so's friend, and now she's had a few episodes of her own show. Well, actually, probably not, point, because they haven't aired yet. Exactly. So. so whereas Lauren has been on TV for two years, she has more to lose. You know, like, and I think, I'm wondering if Lauren ever trusted Heidi in their friendship the way Heidi trusted Lauren. You Fair know, enough, yeah. it's like I went to school in San Francisco. You suddenly became my friend. You came to visit me at my parents' house and now you're all about me. And I can, I see a hesitation in Lauren, but it comes across as pure bitchiness. I agree with you about that. She definitely cuts her down and like takes her down a peg all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand why she's weary of her. But I mean, like Heidi didn't have to be nice to Audrina. Like I think Heidi is just Heidi and Audrina like, are better friends. Nice. Like I think Heidi's just a nice person. But I also I think this scene solidified to me that Heidi and Audrina are better friends. Actually, yes, 
Yes, I would I would agree with that. Like they are two people who want to be famous, who MTV forced to be friends, but they're actually getting along quite well. And it's kind of like they're in this together. They want to be bigger stars than they are. And Lauren is kind of the third wheel in a lot of ways. Um, so another little side note for all of you Laguna Beach fans out there. So in Laguna Beach season two, there is a very brief cutaway where we realize that Jason Waller is really good friends with Tyler. And I don't think we ever learn Tyler's last name. But then in season three of Laguna Beach, which I know some of my friends who are listening suffered through along with me, follows this really boring girl named Tessa. Oh my God, she's terrible. And I can't believe they stretched a whole season out of it. Um, But this girl, Kendra, and her bitchy friend, Cammie, are much more exciting. They're sort of more the Chris and Cavallari figure where they hate everyone. And it's a lot more fun when they're on camera. Kendra gets back together with Tyler, who's several years older than her, but Tyler is a good friend of Jason Waller's. And so you can see Kendra and Tyler in the background of this birthday party. So as a Laguna Beach fan, that kind of excites me and tries, you know, in my continuity, this is when Kendra and Tyler were back together and before they break up and then they go to Cabo. Well, and Jason gets up from the table to go do cocaine. Well, they don't say that in the episode, but oh I am 10,000% sure that he He's did. slurring a little bit. Like, he's slurring worse than me right now. Well, that's because when you're slurring, that's when you go to the bathroom to do the cocaine. Yeah, so it'll take the anymore. slur right away. Yeah, that'll perk right you right away. up. Yeah. So he leaves to go do some blow, um, comes back, and then sits with those people at the head of the table. Was that his addiction on Celebrity Rehab? Yeah. Coke and alcohol. Yeah. Coke and alcohol. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, he yeah. kind of did everything, but like that was definitely one. Those of were his two yeah. biggest demons. Okay. Um, I think pills too. I mean, I just think like whatever. I think he did like. whatever he got his hands on. Yeah. Um, but he for sure like there. I mean, because they, they were all. It was subtext, and I don't think anyone realized at the time. But there was too much like, what's he doing? Where is he going? Why is he gone for so long? Like he definitely. That's definitely. What he was doing. in the bathroom every time. So he minutes. comes back and he talks to those two people that you just mentioned Kendra at the head and Tyler. of the table. Yep. And now this is where I thought that Lauren was being a little cunty because she's flipping out that he didn't sit with her when he came back and he's talking to other people. It's his birthday. These are all his friends. Obviously there's two people there from Laguna Beach that he didn't, you know, he needed to talk to. She's there with all her friends. It's not like he left her alone. She's got Heidi. She's got Adrena. Like, I I don't know. I just thought she was being a little bit of a bitch about it. She was. I don't disagree. But... If I were in her position, I can't say that I would feel differently. If I put all this effort into like making a reservation and like planning my boyfriend's birthday and then I felt like the entire night he was just like doing drugs and ignoring me, I feel like I would probably bitch to my friends and say like, well, he's not even sitting by me. Well, we also don't know how long he was not sitting by her. I mean, it could have been 10 minutes. Given the fact that he was doing drugs every five seconds and was sitting at the other end of the table, it seemed like it had been quite a while, though. Well, um... And given that their car ride there, he was basically saying, like, I'm not going to hang out with you after. Um, well, if she wasn't such a cunt bag, maybe she would have gone <laughs> and done a little Bolivian marching powder with him and been a little bit more fun. I mean, we don't know that she didn't. Yeah, I know she did. I used to do a lot of blow. She's not doing any blow. She's too boring. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah it, she's not being enough fun. Yeah, she's too boring. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, on the one hand, like, I get it. Like, he should have been spending time with her. But two, the way it's edited, we have no idea. Lot. And you, I mean, it's a social situation. It's your birthday. You have to say hi to everyone. to talk to everyone. I mean, what, I just thought she was blowing it out of proportion. Of course. But she's a teenager who wants to spend time with her boyfriend. And he didn't say, don't come out with me after. She didn't want to. He just said, I'm going out. Yeah, and she she totally could have... He didn't say, don't come. Well, and like, it's his birthday. No kidding, he doesn't want to go home and watch a movie with you. Like, 
Obviously. Yeah, no, I agree. She's she's being a brat. My my final so Jason does go out and he leaves with a guy who's pretty much wearing a suit, which I'm curious who that guy is. I didn't recognize him from Laguna Beach or elsewhere. He's wearing a suit without a tie. But oddly enough, Jordan is wearing a tie. Jordan is wearing jeans, a shirt, and a tie. Really out of place. I don't know whether he was like trying to put on his best for J-Wall or what. Well, I think that was probably 19-year-old I'm dressing up. He looks like Avril Lavigne. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> With just his a spiky boy. hair and his tie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then they what I thought was interesting was Lauren. I I don't I want to know where Jordan's car is because Lauren and Heidi and Jordan left in Jason's car and um Jordan was driving. Yeah, and Jordan and Heidi were already there. So who... A, where is their car? B, why is Jordan driving Jason's car? I thought Lauren was the one he was leaving the car with. I guess if you're rich, you don't give a crap who you know drives around your $100,000 car, but... Right. Well, I'm guessing that Lauren was pissed off at Jason for being a dickhead, and she decided to start throwing them back with everybody else. Probably. I mean, she looked like she was drinking water, but come on. Oh, yeah. That was just like one shot of her rehydrating. Yeah, no, they were all drinking, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They were all drinking sake and beers and other things, so. Yeah, and I'm sure they were all driving drunk. Yeah. End of story, Jason leaves. He he goes out after dinner. Lauren is mad at him and she doesn't want to go. And they say goodbye on the sidewalk and Lauren's carrying her adorable Balenciaga motorcycle mini and bubblegum pink and carrying all of his birthday gifts, which I can't lie, it looks like a huge bundle of Ed Hardy t-shirts wrapped in plastic. <laughs> Pretty much. It looks like, it's like when you order clothing in the mail and they arrive in the like sealed plastic things. That's She looks like she's holding a pile of shirts ordered through and the mail. And it was really weird because there wasn't Amazon then. So like it's, because that's exactly what, like I just got a shipment of Amazon from some Of course. Place, and it, it, that's exactly what it looked like. Right. So I don't but know But even if you from. bought them at Kitson or at Hardy, the store proper, they wouldn't have wrapped them in plastic. They would have been wrapped in tissue paper with like a sticker, right? They were probably some dumb promotional thing. Maybe. But they were free. I don't know. She's just carrying all this crap. Yes. And part of it is She's just really She's got all this crap and his car. Yeah. Yep. And he just bails on this party and he gets in a two-door Mercedes with the guy wearing a suit and no tie. And some girl. Yeah. Some brunette some girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. They're probably presumably, off to the two. Yeah. Presumably the suit guy's girlfriend, but we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. Um, so do you have anything else to add about the episode? I don't. I don't either. I think it was a step up from last week. I think this episode had a lot more action. There was a lot more going on. I agree. Yep. We're getting into some drama now and I'm ready. And um, would you like to give us the uh, coming up for next week? I would love to. So stay tuned. Next week, Lauren and Jason, after their big fight at Jason's birthday or disagreement at Jason's birthday, they start to work it out while Jordan and Heidi ramp it up. They're fighting. It's sad. Stay tuned. And Whitney, our girl, makes her runway debut. And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymarebb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter, at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Hey It's B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time.